Welcome to Mystical Musings Podcast. Today we're exploring the energy of this December full moon with Mars in retrograde and how we can work with this month's intense energy for self-reflection and relationship balancing. This episode is packed with tools to assist you with messages from me, your host, Trina Zaragoza. I am an RN, angelic and shamanic practitioner, Reiki master, and spiritual intuitive. Let's go on this journey together with this moon. This December full moon is the cold moon. It is the name because December is the month when it really starts to get cold, although the coldest average temperatures are usually in January. It will rise at the night of Wednesday, December 7th of 2022. This moon relates to our self-assertion, sexuality, and aggression. Man, are you ready for this ride for this month's moon? This full moon coincides with a lunar eclipse of Mars. For about one hour, the moon will completely hide Mars, which makes it more powerful and highly unique for this full moon. During this extremely rare celestial event, Mars is also in retrograde. Mars is a planet of energy, sexuality, and aggression. Typically, when the moon aligns with Mars, the anger of Mars overpowers the feelings of the moon. And during a full moon, the sun opposite Mars increases the risk of anger and conflict. The Mars retrograde also encourages inner reflection of your aggressive instincts. So this moon is full of amped energy, that red energy of anger and aggression. The sun quinix with Uranus creates an aspect pattern called an irritation triangle which equals anger. So we got more anger splashed in there. In addition, this unique full moon will also align with the seventh brightest star in the night sky, Rigel. Super bright white, super giant double star in the constellation Orion. It is about 870 light years from the sun and is about 40,000 times as bright. Supercharged sun. That's the energy you gotta think of. So we're adding that energy along with this full moon. This energy will also get you to understand your primal warrior energy and its effects of those around you. It's an opportunity to come to terms with the issues affecting you so you can become more confident and safely assert yourself and act on your needs. This is all, again, kind of connecting to our inner needs and our inner reflection. It's a process of continuous change from simple to more complex, stepping into awareness of your thoughts, emotions, and experience, thus moving us into our self-awareness, which is more powerful place to be. It is so transformative. We have a special opportunity to adjust our behaviors and atone for the past hurts this month. The sun will be opposite of the moon, which brings in the energy of your home, family, and intimate relationships. It will bring it into a sharper focus for two weeks during this moon phase. Opposing forces such as work versus home are what you need versus what you want. Create inner tension and external pressures. This can lead to conflict and crisis that drains your energy. And you can feel conflicted and unsure during this time. Remember, lunar energy, it equals out our emotions and our instincts. This gets amped during a full moon. It's going to push us to use our increased emotional strength 
and our intuition to overcome any relationship challenges that are going to come up. Not just on the outside relationships, but also the relationships with ourselves. It's important to look at your unconscious awareness and see what is impartial, balanced, and holds an oblivious aspect in your relationships. Look to see any relationship dynamic or negative feelings causing disharmony right now. Ways we can do this. First, we have to look at our relationships with ourselves. Where are you living harmoniously with yourself? Remember, like attracts like. When we love and value ourselves, we do not put up with toxic partners or friends or people who seek to tear us down. When we truly love ourselves, we build bonds with others that mirror our belief that we are worthy. And I'm going to ask you, what is your mirror reflecting back to you? What is the relationships in your life looking at? What are they telling you? Second, do you have the expectation that someone needs to fulfill you? Instead of trying to chase happiness outside, chase it in for yourself. I know, easier said than done. But one way we can start is by giving yourself what you wish to receive from others. Rather than surrounding yourself with friends to ward off feelings of loneliness or jumping from a relationship to relationship to fill that void, learn how to be happy alone. And what does this look like? Well, we're going to give some tips and tricks here. Avoid comparing yourself to others. We are meant to be unique snowflakes. We're meant to have a unique expression, different personalities, different looks. We are not meant to be cookie cutters. We're here to give different perspectives and different experiences to others. How beautiful is that? Take a break from social media. This is a false representation of people's lives. This is not real. If we really dived into people's lives on social media, we'll, we'll see the shadow pieces. We don't see that on social media. So take a break. Put it away. Take a phone break. I do this on the weekends where I turn it off. And I even leave it up in my room so I'm not looking at it. And I just do what I need to do and focus on me. Carve out time to be still and go on a mind journey. That means no TV, music, internet, podcast, or books. You start out slowly, like 10 minutes, then work your way up to an hour. Let your mind truly wander and see where it takes you. Don't be discouraged if it doesn't take you very far at first. But with time, your mind will get used to this stillness, this quietness, and embrace this new freedom. And I promise that you will get the clarity that you're seeking. My favorite is take yourself on a date. Self-dates can be powerful tools for learning how to be happy alone. And if you're not sure what to do, imagine you're trying to impress an actual date and show them a good time. Where would you take them? What would you want them to see or experience? Now take yourself on that date. It might feel a bit odd at first, but chances are you'll see at least a few other people dining solo or purchasing a movie ticket for one. I do this all the time. I love going to the movies by myself or going and getting a cup of tea or hot cocoa. I even take mini vacations by myself and go explore all the things that I want to do and enjoy. Some of my best vacations have been my self vacation there to recharge me to center me and I really do disconnect I do let my family know where I'm at but for the most part I try to keep my phone off and I'm in the experience and I'm present if it really still sounds unnerving start small by sitting in a coffee shop for 10 minutes be observant and soak in the surroundings 
once you're comfortable with that, going out alone won't see so unusual anymore. Always get physical, physical. Exercise helps reduce our endorphins, those neurotransmitters in your brain that make you feel happier. Move and shake and be active. Spend time in nature. You hear me say this over and over again. But seriously, get outside. Lounge in that backyard. Take a walk in the park or hang out by the water. Absorb the sights and sounds and smells of nature. Feel the breeze on your face. Research shows that 30 minutes or more a week spent in nature can improve symptoms of depression and lower blood pressure. One of my favorites, and I don't think we talk about this enough, is volunteer. You can volunteer in person or help out remotely from home. Either way, helping others can make you feel good. Plus, it can keep you feel connected to others and to your community. If you're looking at places where to volunteer, check out volunteermatch.org. This is one that I have found great volunteer opportunities for me and my kids. And they even have ones if you just want to do a drop-in day somewhere. It's a fantastic program, so check it out. Acknowledge the things that you're grateful for. I know we hear this over and over, be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. But research really does show that gratefulness can boost feelings of happiness and hopefulness. It's easy to take things for granted as you go day by day. Devote some time to reflect on the things you're grateful for. They don't have to be spectacular, mind-blowing things. They can be as simple as that first cup of tea in the morning or a song you play over and over that calms and brings you comfort. Find a creative outlet. What have you always dreamed of doing but have put off? Don't worry if you're not good at it. The point is to try something new and different and take a step outside your comfort zone. Take a home improvement project. Learn to play an instrument. Paint a landscape. Or write a short story. Do it on your own or enroll in a class. Give yourself ample time to see if it's worth pursuing. Life has its stressors and bad things happen. This is the reality of the life experience we chose to take on. We chose these experiences to experience the kaleidoscope of emotions, to, of understanding. This is the sole contract we designed, we chose, we signed. Do things that will foster your own inner harmony and watch what you want to attract into your life. Focusing on what you can create in your daily life versus worrying about what you can't control. I can't tell you how many times I whisper to myself, not my circus, not my monkeys. If I can't control it, I gotta let it go. And people know me, I'm a type A personality. So that took a lot of work for me to focus on. And there are so many times I have to remind myself, I can't control this. But what I can control is my reaction to it. Now let's circle back to the moon conjunct with Mars. This will boost our courage, excitement, and intuitiveness to move into our desires and our dreams. Our intimate relationships will benefit from this increased magnetism and sex appeal. But it will also bring impulsive, impatient feelings, actions, making your emotions and unconscious reactions challenging to control. You or someone close to you may quickly become irritable, agitated, bossy, mean, rude. I'm telling Karens are going to go on amp mode during this time. So watch out and just remember, don't react to them. It's not worth it. It's going to be like walking on a tightrope. We will need fast reflexes combined with aggressive instincts that can help highlight the danger of risk-taking behaviors 
and emotional blowouts. So be careful. Pay attention to your thoughts and feelings at this time. You're just going to be a little bit more pokey, I guess is what I want to say. The fun part of this energy is asking us to move into strenuous physical activity like sports, exercise, and sex. They are all healthy ways to use this intense energy. Expand your energy with someone, something you're mostly attached to, like a lover, your home, your friends. This could range from cleaning your house to giving a loved one a revitalizing massage. Use it to benefit you. This energy is giving us a jolt or reset. We're given an opportunity to learn to integrate this warrior energy to healthier ways, to fight for things that we care about and try not to control others, to use our own personal power and leadership qualities wisely. It's a time to think before we act. Hear that again. It's a time to think before we act. Looking at the repeating themes will help reinforce which conflicts or patterns in our relationships need more background work before being acted upon? If you struggle with destructive behaviors like anger, rage, violence, or sexual manipulation, faded events will move and force you to admit you have an anger management issues with this energy. It's, just, it's not going to be able to have you have a blind eye anymore. The energies are looking for a way to resolve the state of the opposing pressures right now. It will push through the blockage of energy flow it can produce. You will become painfully aware of this discharge of tension as a feeling of desperate longing. Oh, one of my worst feelings. I hate feeling that feeling of longing. And I know everyone out there will feel the same. Sudden bursts of anger can arise as a reaction to these external pressures. This is a defensive behavior and it does not last long. You got to push through it. It is over quickly and forgotten again. But it's not one of those things that you become saying that this is okay. It's really taking accountability for where our thoughts and feelings are. We got to be flexible and adapt and be able to be invasive and compensate for any damage or hurt feelings that we're causing. We need to step into flexibility and adaptation. This enables invasiveness and quickly compensates for any damage caused. And this is the point where you guys got to say you're sorry. If you hurt someone's feelings or you cross a boundary or or something that you do repeated behaviors with yourself that you don't like, it's okay to say I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you sorry goes such a long way. When I snap at my kids or I say something that's irritating or causes hurt feelings, I will tell the people I am sorry. Do you forgive me? And I can't tell you how much that has mended relationships by me taking accountability and by me admitting my fault and saying I'm sorry. And the biggest part is asking for their forgiveness. So how can we help balance this energy with our relationships? The biggest is to release and let go. Let go of what does not serve you and the expectations you carry. Really sit down and make a, rela- a list of like, what are my expectations I have in this relationship? And are they realistic? That's the biggest thing. We got to communicate our needs. We got to say, hey, I need this space. I need some quiet time. Hey, I need that hug. Can you just give me that hug? Or hey, can you just listen? I just need to listen. I need a vent. I don't need anyone to fix it. Can you just listen? Those are all needs. So we got to communicate those needs to others. A boundary setting is a must 
from a kind and graceful place. If someone is getting upset because you are setting a boundary in the relationship, ask these three questions. Is this a feeling of being unsafe or upset? If unsafe, what do you need to feel safe now? If it's upsetting, are you in a mental space to have this discussion about it? Or do you need to work through these feelings on your own? And can we come back to evaluate this later? If someone is asking you for space, you need to give them space. But just ask for a timeline. Can we come back and revisit this in an hour, two hours when you're out of the monkey brain and that we can calmly talk about this? When you know that you're raising your voice, yelling, screaming at your kids or your partner, you're in that monkey brain. That's a time to take that deep breath, reset and say, "Okay, what's going on here? What's being activated? Why am I reacting like this? The biggest thing to remember, it's okay to pause. Hard discussions take a minute to reflect on and why we have the feelings that we have. I would encourage you to reflect on two things when you're looking at emotion and what is going on inside with the thoughts and the feelings. Is it coming from a reaction or emotion from this particular situation? Or am I being reminded of something else in my past? Really reflect on this. Reflect on it and truly ask yourself, what emotions are coming up? I have this great tool called a feelings wheel, and it gives you this whole kaleidoscope of feelings, like I'm joyful, I'm ecstatic, I'm sad, I'm despondent, I feel rejected. It gives you all these different feelings because sometimes we just say, well, I'm sad or I'm angry or I'm this, when it's actually a different feeling you're actually feeling. So use that feelings wheel. It's up on my website to use it as a tool to help you with this reflection that you're going through. There are times we don't know why we're reacting or having the feelings we are having, and we need some extra support, and that's okay. I work with a trauma-based therapist with CBT and EMDR to help change my thinking and negative self-talk that I have, that I have not been able to change on my own with meditations or affirmations or all the other different spiritual work I do. Sometimes we just need extra support from a specialist, someone that can help us work and change that neuroplasticity in our mind. Also, I encourage you with relationships, check out relationship expert Esther Perel on ways to bring more harmony relationships into your life. She has a lot of key elements to look at and to work through. Right now, we're seeing innovative things with neuroscience. It's showing that cognitive behavior therapy and neuroplasticity can work together to alter your brain in a different way. With your psychotherapist, you can practice changing your thoughts and behaviors. Talk therapy is a good start, but if you really want to see the changes in your brain and behavior um, with behavior patterns, and I encourage other therapy modalities like EMDR, brain spotting, cognitive behavior therapy, They're now coming with the psychedelic therapy that is very innovative, and I see amazing things that is coming from that. And way to kind of find this assistance, there's psychologytoday.com that I love that gives a list of licensed therapists and what they're certified in and who takes your insurance. So you can pull up a whole list and you can do your trauma-based therapy, your cognitive, all that stuff. So check it out. There's also better help online, cerebral. And if you're just looking for like companionship, 
but you're not comfortable yet, like meeting and greeting with people out there, try the Replica AI system. I've seen some amazing things with some of my clients and they develop a friendship with the AI. And it's very intuitive, kind place to work with. So just some ideas there. So this full moon, I'm really excited about because I usually don't get like ones we work in partnerships with or with friends or anything like this. And this one, they guided us that it needs, since this moon is all around relationships outside of us and within us, this is a great one to share with others. It's a full moon cocoa ritual with a partner or friend. Symbolically, the full moon is a moment of release, letting go and reaping the, the fruits of our effort to consciously experience a little change, transformation with this medicine ritual with a partner or friend. You can do this online together by phone or in person. Or, and you can also use raw organic cocoa drinks or hot chocolate. It doesn't matter. If you don't have any of that, use tea. It's not about the herb that we're using. It's more about the connection and energy we're making with this other person. This ritual is about an opening to our heart space to one another in a way that brings in harmonic relationship balancing. It creates a safe pace, which is okay to say and feel everything in your heart. So of course, you're going to start up with sacred space, with clearing with sound or sage or whatever that looks like for you and get your, your hot drink. And when you're making it, set it with the intentions of this heart space of clearing your mind of bringing in a harmonic balance when you're making it. And then you're going to sit down and light a candle or build a fire outside, whatever you're drawn to, and then connect to that friend. You can do this online if they're on Zoom, FaceTime, over the phone. This doesn't have to be in person because energy has no physical bounds. Energy connects wherever we're at. And you're going to set the intention of opening your hearts. I open my heart to the warmth of this Kokaya and heart dream. I open my heart to you in spirit. I receive and give from a place of love and grace. And invite your friend or companion to seek your breaths together. Take deep cleansing breaths and connect and feel that energy flow in and out. That prana life force connecting together. Connecting and just breathing in and out. This will unite your energies and create a sense of being and presence together. And after connecting through breath, open what is in your mind and your heart and take turns holding space for each other. This is not a place for like emotional dumping. This is a place to speak from your heart. And the best angel to call that in for when we're doing really this heart work from that is Archangel Jophiel. She is the archangel of, beauty but the beauty within and the beauty with our words so she'd be the one that i would call in as we're moving into this heart space of the self-reflection call her in and help her ask you to have the reflection of what needs to be said from your heart and this is not to be like criticizing to the other person this is just what your needs are right now what is your dreams what is your intentions what is what does that look like for others and then just sit and listen as the other person is going. And then you swap turns. This is not a place for advice. This is just for holding space. 
And then after you have this heart space, think of the intentions that you really set out there and write them down on a piece of paper and then read them out loud again. So an example would be, um, I have the intention of working on my self-care or I have the intention for better communication. I have the, the intention of really moving in a place of grace with myself, things like that. And then as you read them out loud, then you both burn them either in the candle or the fire and you release it out into the universe so it can transform those into your life for you. And then you're going to sit down and drink your drink and be mindful and inviting a sense of gratitude and the presence of this person in your life to hold this space for you. And then you're going to close with love and gratitude for all the spirits that came in and this beautiful sacred drink that was there to assist you to warm your heart as you drink it. And I want you to remember to breathe this holiday season. Be graceful with yourself and with others. My wish for you is a holiday that is filled with love, laughter, and good cheer. The spirit of this holiday embrace you and your loved ones with good food and connection. Happy holidays and harmony within. And thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you took some ways to help bring in some support with this full moon and its kind of chaotic energy that's going to bring in to support for you and the holidays. You can connect with me on my website at www.alteredhaven.com. Become my friend on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can support us with a coffee or Venmo a friend. And don't forget that astrology is like a gateway drug to more cosmic worldview. Have an amazing holiday season.